Okay, welcome to another bonus podcast. I'm sitting here with Brandy, Director of Youth Ministries. Hey. And Crystal, Pastor of Women. Hello. I think you know our voices enough, unless you're a new mm-hmm. listener. In that case, that's a good thing we introduced ourselves. Welcome. 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 In. You said it in another language. So our topic today is about friendships. And Brandy's like, why are we talking about friendships? We kind of know this stuff already. It's because it matters. And because we just got back from, uh, Crystal and I just got back from the Women's Gospel Coalition in Orlando, Florida, with 13 women from Northview. And you can listen to that podcast. It'll be up already by the time you hear this. And we realized that there were 13 women who came along because of friends. They either wanted to get to know people on the team, or they wanted to spend more time with the friends they already had, or go deeper in their friendship. And so we had lots of conversations you know, at the conference and around the pool about the things that we should maybe do a little bit better in our friendships and things that are working well and working not so well. Yeah, and the fact that loneliness is a big issue for mm-hmm. people, right? They have people feel lonely and isolated, and well, some people don't know how to move past that into good relationships. Yeah. So, yeah. And they might it. seem like the most social person. Yeah. But if those friendships are super surfacey, yeah, you can... You can have what seems like a lot of friends, but still have loneliness. Yeah. Yes, you know? and you yeah. can be married and still be lonely because you really enjoy your spouse, but you also need women friends. Mm-hmm. And, and if you want to learn about shock. enjoying your spouse, listen to our other podcast. We just finished. Yes, we went a little beyond the comfort zone there, yeah, but that's awesome. okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen if you're wondering what we're talking about. Okay, so with friends, so our goal today is to. Our, basically talk to ourselves and talk to all of you about training and equipping ourselves for better friendships. And of course me, from the point of view that I come from, is of course we can only control ourselves. We can't make other people change. So when we're talking today, we're going to be talking about how do we train ourselves to be better friends to others. Mm-hmm. So really basic one, it sounds kind of crazy to mention, but smile is the first one I would say. Actually walk around with a smile so that you look friendly and approachable. Because sometimes we don't even realize it that we are thinking about something else and so we're kind of frowning and we're kind of looking serious. And people kind of go, ooh, I don't think I should talk to her. I don't think I should go near her. What's what's wrong with her? Let's maybe start out with eye contact, being friendly, being approachable. What would be some of your first things that you would say? I would just say, like, have you ever heard of, I have friends who have something called RBF. <laughs> oh, no, it's a syndrome? <laughs> it's a syndrome. No, they've, they've named it. They've named okay. it, and okay. it's, some people will know it. Um, it's resting, <laughs> it's a bad word, but resting something face, or so you could say resting bad face. Let's just say that, which literally means, like, they totally don't realize, but they have this natural, like, their natural face looks like oh, they're the B mad. Word. Yeah, yes. the B word. Uh-huh. Resting B word face. <laughs> Yeah. It's called art. Yeah. So I have friends who totally have this, like, if they're really concentrated or they're just walking they just around, look like a nasty yeah. person. they just look like a nasty person. And it's like, I'm really nice, but I have RBF. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I suffer it. from RBF. <laughs> We need to realize that some people just yeah. So your smile yeah. point, like yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of walk around with a little bit of a smile. Like little, so RBF suffers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Smile. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little bit of faking it. A little bit. Yeah. A little, a little bit, bit of faking yeah, it. Until just, you, well, just be yeah. aware of how you're coming across. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. The other one I have on here. Let's talk about how we put take a genuine interest in others and put mm-hmm. ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. So, for example, what, some of my pet peeves is that. You know, when we go to pick up our kids from their friends' houses, 
what if we were actually to get out of our car and go knock on the door and say hi? Like we had to before they all had cell phones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Instead of texting them from the cul-de-sac and saying, you know, come on out. Or going into youth group and actually going to collect your kids and talking with other parents or youth group leaders. I would love that. Leaders. Yeah. I stand by the door. we have like free coffee and stuff if we go in there as parents? Yes. Yeah, yeah we have free coffee, free... <laughs> Free treats. I stand by the door just to try and engage with parents, even yeah. because I know they stay in the car. Yeah. So, like, some come parents will come in. and hopefully I'll wave be, at you. Yeah, I try <laughs> to be at the door even just to kind of invite that. Yeah. Like, to be like, hey, you know, you c- come talk to me. I'm just yeah. standing by the door. Like, get out of your car. Come yeah. engage. Yeah. And, and so it, it takes a little bit about putting ourselves out there. And like, it is an effort. Yeah. It is a decision you have to yeah. make. Like, there's sometimes I'm tired and I don't want to get out of the car. and yeah. But it's a decision Which to Which is say. fine. Yeah. And sometimes you don't yeah. have to every time. No. But no. in general, you should be aware that this is a way yeah. to just... Intentional. Yeah. yeah. Build relationship. Yeah. My When I was first married, I remember being really impressed with my husband. Um, because my <laughs> my uh, tendency when I would make a phone call, especially to like my cousins or to my aunts or whatever, my cousin would answer the phone and I'd just say... Hi, Nikki, is your mom there or whatever? And mm. I wouldn't take that time, that two minutes, just mm. to connect with the person who answered the phone. Mm. Oh, that's And Bob was, one. like, so good at that. Like, he's, he, those little touches with people. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. I have to be aware of the person that I'm talking to before the person that I need to talk to. Yeah. Like, how am I interacting with that person? Mm. Right? Am I showing that I care about them, that I care about their day and how things yeah. are going before I zip on to... I get into agenda mode a little bit yeah. sometimes where yeah. I'm like, I have a focus of this is who I need to talk to and I kind of... Yeah. Don't necessarily look at the people along the way. So that's something I've had to learn, and Bob's been yeah. good at teaching me that. I have, have, okay, go ahead. You know, I have the same thing being, I have the, like, the extrovert problem, which is the like shiny things. <laughs> so like I'll be in a conversation, and if like someone else that I know I need to talk to or someone else, like, it's like I see that other person, and it's like, oh, hey! But like I have not even finished the sentence <laughs> with the person I'm talking to right in front of me, and it's and just totally trouble. just like, oh, it gets me in trouble. <laughs> It just recently got me in trouble, yeah. <laughs> literally an hour ago. <laughs> shiny, like, sparkly things. Shiny, yeah. sparkly things, yeah. Or, like, someone's talking and they're telling me this really deep story, and one word triggers an idea or yes. a thought that I have, and I will just, oh, I have a story about that. And it's like, oh, dear. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. being intentional about the listening. and <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Karina Krapp was really great on our Gospel Coalition. Yeah. She Her parents are in a care home. And she was telling us about how when she's visiting her dad in the care home, she has gotten to know the other people on the unit and mm. the staff people. And she's telling us stories about them because she's connected with them. Yeah. And I thought, what an awesome opportunity that she's taken that when we're visiting in care homes or in schools to visit with the other people around mm-hmm. the people that you're supposedly there for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just really enjoying her stories. So, yeah. Karina, if you're listening, I was really impressed. Kudos. <laughs> <laughs> so this kind of stuff we were talking about, it's uncomfortable takes a lot of courage actually take us takes us stepping out there and being intentional but i think it's really worth it to consider it shows um christ's heart for people right that's what jesus would always do yeah he'd mm-hmm. just talk to the people along the way and yeah uh, i know my mom was a great model of that too that we would go shopping she'd always talk to the cashier and it wasn't yeah. just like yeah. can i have my bill like it was like just small talk showing yeah. that you're interested in that person yeah and it's not natural for all of us. No. Like, I wasn't like this growing up. People will, will say to me, oh, but it looks so natural to you, so easy for you. I'm like, no. When I was in grade seven, my mom gave me her visa and said, you can call Sears. At that time, we had the Sears catalog. Oh, and it's said, all you about could Sears order, catalog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said, you could order anything from the Sears catalog if you will phone the people and talk to them. Well, there is no way I would do that. It took me two weeks to build up the courage. <laughs> you would have a visa card in your hand. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh. Wow. Yeah. 
And then as I went through life, we I changed schools a lot growing up, and then I went to Bible college and to university. So you practice it. You practice getting to know new people, and you practice asking the questions to kind of build up a conversation. It t- it's a skill. It just doesn't come naturally. I remember, it does for me. Yeah, for, for some, some people. people yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it does for me, but then my skill is the sort of paying on the other side, the yeah. paying attention. Yeah. The, like, listen to this one person talk. This is good. Like, yes. it obviously is, and this is the, like, bursting and the total honest confession time. It's just extroverts who are listening, you can tell me if I'm lying, but this is my experience, which is I think about myself far too much. I think about myself far too much. So when I'm in a conversation with someone, it's like, Brenny, listen to this person. This person is going to give you, like, life. They're actually, like, this is teaching you to not be selfish. This is teaching you that it's not all (laughs) about you. You're counseling yourself on the inside. I I literally am. Like, Uh I have to be. and, And introverted friends have taught me that. Like, even just about, like... Watch your your body language when you're in a when you're in a group of conversation. Don't turn to exclude people. Don't oh, yeah, yeah. you know like all these kind of things that like because that kind of stuff. Oh man, like yeah, I talk to my cashiers all the time. Like that's not for me. That's like oh that's just second nature. Or part of that for me is I want that person. I know what it was like to be in retail. Yeah. Sometimes you just have the worst days and you have horrible customers. Like sometimes we can be really bad customers because yeah. yeah. we're entitled and we're like give me what I want. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be, you know, I think about that person and be like, man, I've been there. Yeah. And I just stop and like, how's your day going? I know. Like, how's it I really going? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. just to give them a little bit of joy or a little bit of, or if I there was, was a counselor in me. Yeah. Or just even if they've had a rude customer, I'd be like, well, that person was rude. Well, I'm very sorry about that. Or, yeah. you know, like, and oh, thank you. Yeah. Like, they're not just there to serve you. Like, yeah. Be personable. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a day when I was, it's just one of those memories of a childhood. I was about 14, I think, and I was at a basketball gym watching my brother play basketball. And my dad was like visiting with everybody in the room. He was a, he's the kind of guy that can just do that. And I said to him on the way home, like, how do you do that? Like, I had like, I was sitting there by myself feeling shy and there's yeah. people around me that I knew from school, but I didn't have the guts to go sit beside any oh, of them. Yeah. You know, when you're 14 and you're awkward yeah, and you're shy. And yeah, yeah. I was like to my dad, like, how do you do this? And he kind of gave me this, like, this is what you do. And he gave me, like, the skills. And you learn how to ask good questions to people. And you Hmm. think about what they are. And as you learn how to ask better questions, you become a good conversationalist, right? Mm -hmm. And and so then I was, like, on a mission. Okay, I'm going to practice this. (laughs) Because it wasn't (laughs) something that I came. And so I started practicing with the guy that I carpooled with. Practicing with the kid. You know, I used to, I went to MEI. And my carpooler would drop me off at the corner of Downs and... Clearbrook, and I'd just walk up that last little bit, and there'd be people that would walk up beside me. You know that awkward teenage thing where you pretend you don't see them, and they're yeah. walking right behind you, but you don't want to make because you don't know what yeah. to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I like fake it that I didn't know they were there or whatever. Yeah, and like okay, this time I can make conversation, and I walk beside this person up, and it was just something I practiced yeah. over time. It yeah. absolutely is practice for some people. Yeah, the general rule of thumb is, especially with questions and stuff. Generally, it's people will. People like to talk about themselves. They do. Yeah. So you just so get them started. Ask yeah. questions about their life. Yeah. And just keep asking. <laughs> and the best kind of questions are those that invite a little bit of a response. Right. Not a yes, Not a yes no, no question. Yeah. yeah. You know, my favorite questions I like to ask people are, what do you like to do in your free time? Because that gets people talking about something that they love. Right. Not and necessarily then their up job. questions ensue yeah. with something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. If they love so gardening, you can ask. I've always wondered. Yeah. <laughs> How do you keep plant, plants yeah. alive? <laughs> so you really only right. need one or two good questions, yeah. and that can carry a conversation. Totally. And yeah. if you're an introvert, that asking good questions is a great skill. Yeah. Because you don't have to be the person who carries the conversation. He's the you light just, of the party yeah. type of person, right? Yeah. Just ask mm-hmm. good questions. Yeah. 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 
and realize I think now that we've been talking about like yeah you're engaging just engaging with the general public and general people this is probably like you know church chit chat and that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah but on the deeper level of friendship and developing friendship it's my encouragement is to be open and be honest and be vulnerable and we were talking earlier a little bit about how it can be somewhat of a church thing where we have this we feel like we have to have it all together and mm. we have this veil over us and we want to protect ourselves from people actually knowing the crap in our lives and yet that's what friendship that's what being a good friendship is you're you're being a good friend is looking at someone and telling them yes no maybe so telling them hey you're kind of a jerk in this situation or like Telling them that those sandals are women's sandals. Like, <laughs> earlier in the situation. I'm like, hey, look, a good friend tells you, you know. So that takes truth. a little bit of time. So yes. as you're developing a new friend, maybe don't tell them all your deep baggage. Nope. Your luck right away. You want to make sure nope. someone's trustworthy and yeah. that they're not going to yep. use it. In I the usually say a little bit at a time to see how they handle it. Yeah, don't throw up on them. No. Right? No. But some people think so, that that's how you develop a friendship, is to yeah. tell them Instant. everything. Yeah. yeah. No, it takes time. A little bit, a yeah. little bit, a little bit. Yeah. 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 And don't feel you have to be that same vulnerability with everybody. Yeah. Like, have a few people, but don't feel like you have to go to that. Yeah. Same level with everybody. It yeah. might not be a healthy thing, right? Yeah. It might just no, be you totally. wallowing in your self pity and stuff. If that's what you feel like you need to do with everybody, yeah. that you're yeah. trying to get all the attention to be yeah. about yourself. Yeah, because yeah. we have to realize that we have a variety of different friends for a variety of different reasons. Yeah. Right? We just, have coffee friends. Yeah. yeah. You have friends you go for a walk with, you have friends yeah. you might go on holiday with. That's not different levels. Has to be everything. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That was the other thing that Bob was really good for me when I was young, first married. I kind of had my criteria of pe- things that I looked for in a good friend. And he said, like, just hang out with people. Like, not everybody <laughs> has to fit all these, you know, criteria. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I kind of wanted people to be, you know, fit in certain boxes. Right. Like, yeah. Then they'd be more interesting to me. And then, right? Yeah. He's like, come on, Crystal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just hang out. And and it's okay to just have shared experience. Like, you don't have yeah. to be, like, seeing eye to eye on everything. Or no. engage in the same no. type of conversation. Or like all the same things. Like, just no. shared experience builds relationship, which... You might have and not the deepest friendship, but it's still a fun thing that you yeah. can look back on, remember. And it makes you a more well-rounded person and, yeah. and makes you, like for me, all the different varieties of friendships that I have, actually I love that it helps me um, communicate the gospel better. Like it actually is like a, yeah. a challenge that hmm. like this person believes this about scripture or this person believes this about the world around them. Hmm. And so I like to engage in conversation with them because they help me to see the world through their eyes and then see where I can speak the truth of Christ into hmm. their life or into their, you, you know, can like get so cut in your own mindset. You definitely can. If I only yeah. have people that think like me around me, I am not going to grow. At all. So, like, yeah, I have Pentecostal friends who, like, we totally disagree on some theological issues. I have non-Christian friends. I have, you know, people from other cultures, different standings in life, different upbringings. And I love that. Like, that's something that I seek to have. If you kind of end up getting stuck in this suburban, I'd call it maybe a suburban mentality of you're only friends with the pack moms. Now that I know what that is, thank you, bonus (laughs) podcast. You know, I can see that you just kind of get... Tunnel vision. You get yeah. kid 
kid talk vision. Kids or, yeah, you talk about your kids yeah. all the time or you talk about your, you know. Because there's some good things about that and there's some safe things about that. Like, it's fabulous for people to have one or two very close friends. Yes. yes. They would call them best friends. Yeah. Like, yes. that is amazing. Yeah. Uh, BFF. BFF, yes. Best friends forever. But the downside of that is that then we sometimes don't take advantage of all the rich people. Not rich. The wealthy people. I've been hanging out in Eagle Mountain these days looking for friends. The wide variety of friends we can have. Hey, you got a big house? Want to be my friend? We understand what you mean. Yeah. 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 Yep, so do our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. You just had to make a bit of fun of me. When you're speaking off the cuff like this, things pop up. I love having rich and poor friends. Okay, now I don't know where we're going. Yeah. Okay. So here's another pet peeve is sometimes we don't assume the best of others. Mm. So my encouragement would be to try Mm. to assume the best of others. You know, Mm. if people don't return our text or a Facebook message or a voicemail or something right away, our tendency is often to assume they don't like us or Mm. whatever. Maybe we should instead just assume that they're busy. And they'll get back to us when and if they have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. And not put so much pressure on people. Not take it so personally. Yeah. 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 Or even if somebody, yeah, yeah, doesn't say hi to us or is deep in thought, like, yeah, just assume that that could be fine. They've just got something else in their mind. Yeah. Nothing against you. Realize that it's just a fact that there's different levels of friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and and I think maybe this is more of a female thing. Generally. Probably. Probably. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. That there's like the, you know, oh, how come you're not as close with me as that person? Yeah. Or, yeah. oh, you're not. And it's just like, that's just how, that's just life. That's yeah. how it goes. You have acquaintances, you have friends that you yeah. do certain things with, and you have friends that you do everything with. And yeah. You have like, that's just, that's just how it goes. But that can. And it helps maybe not to advertise that all the time, right? Like when we were talking before about best friends, if I say always, well, I went with my best friend for coffee and I went with my best friend on this holiday, well, then the people around me think, well, then what am I? And I have no chance of being your friend. Yeah. When really we should just say, yeah. Yeah. And same with on Facebook, maybe not posting all the time about the things we did with our best friends. Yeah. Because we want to have a wide variety of friends. Yep. But some are, you know, a little bit more casual and some are a little bit more deep. That's okay. Yep. I know. Social media actually has become this really weird thing where then you, like, see... It adds to that loneliness factor, right? It adds right? to you that loneliness factor. You see, like, oh, you're together. doing this. And, and it does become that. It's like, yeah. oh, Facebook and Instagram becomes my what I'm doing, and it's awesome. Like, yeah. like there's even this tag on Instagram called uh, hashtag, it's W-I-D-N, what I'm doing now. Oh. And you, like, tag other people in it, and it's like, you tag what... But some of it, it can be a positive and a negative, because some of it's like, I'm doing this, and you're like, wow, my life sucks. But then other people are like, I'm having coffee and doing laundry. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like, thank you. Yes. <laughs> like, normal. let's do some more normal posts. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, I'm not really living the life right now. I'm yeah. just doing life. It's just regular. But yeah, I've, totally people that are like, how oh, come I'm not in any of your pictures? Like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that a thing? Okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, being sensitive to that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Right. Changes the dynamics. Yeah. Got to be aware. I think it's important to realize, too, that friendships take time and different seasons of life will bring in different people into your life. Yeah. And knowing that, you know, there may be times when you transition between different, like you be from being single to being married or being married to your spouse dying or, yeah. or mm-hmm. high school to university or whatever. And there's going to be, that is going to be, there's going to be different loneliness factors yeah. around that. Mm-hmm. And there will take time to develop new friends. Yeah. And in those times, instead of, 
I mean, it will be lonely, but instead of getting letting it get you so down, figure yeah. out ways you can deepen the friendships that you, the relationships that you do have, even if they're not immediate, you know, find mm-hmm. time to engage in your own healing kind of with God and in prayer and Bible reading and yeah. whatever those kind of things are so that you're not looking for everybody else to fill those needs and just mm-hmm. allowing. Yeah. Transitions are hard. They are. Like yeah. when I started working two years ago here, yeah. all of a sudden I had a new batch of friends. Like there's a lot of people that work here and I was trying to get to know them all. This is right. great. But that meant I didn't have as much time to put into the friendships I had before working here. And so you kind of lose out a little bit on those friends. You don't see them as often, but you're gaining new friends. And it's awkward with people. It's so that's a little bit hard. It's hard for me. It's hard for the friends that Mm -hmm. I didn't connect with as much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We had some friends that moved to Vancouver Island and they're great social people and you just know they're going to make friends but she said like for the first year like the phone did not ring yeah you know, mm-hmm. it's just so weird to go right. from a life where you're having yeah. tons of people interaction church whatever and then you just go and like that phone's not and you're just home with your family <laughs> yeah yeah which brings about even being a good friend is being invitational mm-hmm. inviting people out and doing coffee and not, yeah, we're, not you know not, not keeping track of <laughs> who's inviting who out and how many times you've invited like and we get so caught up in our heads of what you're saying earlier you know thinking the best of people that if they're not texting you doesn't mean they hate you or doesn't mean that they you know like don't manifest that in your mind just send a text out and say let's go for coffee on Thursday let's go for a so walk let's the question comes up often is what happens if you send out invitations or you talk to someone and you invite them and people don't really get back to you. They don't respond. That's a, a concern that a lot of uh, women have. Yes, the you know, the one-sided invitation where we're inviting people for dinner or for coffee or for a walk or whatever, and they maybe they respond once and then always no. What do we do with that? I think just let look it go. for somebody else. Let yeah. it go. Because if that person's not interested in building yep. a relationship, there's no sense trying to keep... Yeah. pleading for it like it's not gonna happen so I think rather than holding a grudge yeah angry. protect yourself to not feel to yeah feel horrible about that or like yeah. think that it reflects on you that's kind of a which which the base of all of that and and the anger and friendship sometimes comes from our own insecurities yeah. right our own sort of like our expectations. needing that affirmation from yeah. other people that other people want me to be their friend and want me to and and I get that but but realize that we're we're basing our want in that not in not in God's acceptance of our identity of who we are in Christ but we're basing it on other people's affirmations you know what's that what's that hymn i i don't seek man's praise uh, what's oh shoot what is that hymn anyways there's a hymn I can't think of it. Ah, I can't think of it either, but it's something there. I know that there's a, the line in it and I'm always like, I just, I put my hand up because that's definitely something that I see in myself that like Mm. I do, I do seek man's praise. I do, you know, rather than God's alone. And it's something that's there, but just realize that it's there Mm -hmm. and that just because someone's not accepting your invitation. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you're a horrible person. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to switch a little bit. What about having a wide variety of conversation topics. This is some of the issues I've run into, especially with, I would say with moms particularly. Sometimes as moms, we kind of get a little bit tunnel vision Mm -hmm. and we talk about our kids and our kids' activities and that's kind of where it stops. I've actually just straight up said it in a yeah. in a group conversation before. Should, I've yeah. been with a bunch of moms and just said uh, like sarcastically, "Hey, could we keep talking about your kids? That'd be awesome." Yeah, and they were all well, like, oh. and from the mom point of view, 
I really enjoy my friends' kids and hearing about all their activities, but I actually really want to hear about my friends. Mm. Like, I want to hear about a wider variety of topics than simply your kids. I want to hear about you. What's going on with you, your life, your interests, your... I don't know. What are you reading? Yeah. What are you watching on TV? What's going on? So I'm kind of encouraging us and our listeners to have a wide variety of topics. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of keep up to date on the news or sports or things you can talk with a wide variety of people. Which then yeah. is like uh, accountability to keeping a wide variety of life. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Balancing your life. So, yeah. Yeah. Like Crystal and I work with a lot of men here. So it kind of helps us when we're a little bit up to date on hockey or soccer or whatever the thing <laughs> is. Get us yeah. with deep Heidelberg again. Yeah, they can talk hockey. I'd, I'd Jeff like and Ezra. What? Ezra? I'd, I'd like to also be included that I also work here with a bunch of men. Yes, you do. <laughs> I was like, I know. But Crystal like, and I work here with a bunch of men. Um, I think. No, I'm also, what I mean is I we're sitting often here. in meetings with a whole bunch of men. We're like, <laughs> oh, okay, elders. <laughs> Oh, Celia, it'd be great. That's a friend right now. I'm so sorry. Friendship burns. Burn the bridge. Okay, see that? It's a good little segue there. Sometimes we blow it. Sometimes sometimes we suck as friends. (laughs) So just say sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Asking for an apology on her. Sorry, no, that was just my advice. It wasn't directly to you. Okay, we're I've digress. made lots of mistakes on my chatterbox and I stick my foot in my mouth all the time. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say sorry all the time to friends. Like, yeah. oh, I spoke that out of hunger. <laughs> or yeah, I was angry. That, that yeah. tone didn't was, sound good. Yeah. That, I didn't mean it that I tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about neediness, Crystal? You had this as we were talking about this before. Yeah, well, I just... There's a re- big red flag that people kind of can sense right away if somebody's really needy and mm-hmm. then they're going to cling on to you and you know that they're going to ask you like kind of suck the life out of you in terms of wanting you to meet all their needs and it makes people scared and it makes people run away mm-hmm. and so people that are often lonely don't really realize how that is being portrayed by other people they think I'm just trying to bring people into my life but it's just a scary thing for someone on the other side of it yeah <laughs> so I would just say guard against that in yourself if you can yeah. if you feel like you're really needy if you really are asking people to fill the gaps that maybe should be filled by other things. Um, be aware of it. Maybe go talk to a counselor, talk to somebody that isn't kind of, you're not having that friend requirement mm. with, but can help you talk through some of those things. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's a scary, to be on the other end of a needy person is a scary thing. Like, I just want to run away. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot meet a person's need. I can't be no. there 24-7. I can't no. phone yeah. them every day. I can't no. I can't because I just know my own limitations. Yeah. I yeah. want to be their friend, but I feel like if I make even a toe towards them, then I'm going to be sucked in yeah. <laughs> to this big mess that I can't. Yeah. yeah be part of right so I want to feel like they want a four-hour coffee and you can give an hour yeah and And I want to be happy about that but then I feel like I've let them down and then oh and that's so disappointing and yeah Yeah. so I think being aware if yeah that it's not that people don't necessarily want to be your friend but they just don't want to be your 24 24 7 or they can't be because they have other responsibilities yeah things that are calling on them yeah so sometimes it's hard I call I generally needy is a good way I call level four clinger (laughs) <laughs> level four we got a level four clinger. <laughs> um, but I've had some experience. I had a lot of that as a teenager. I had I was the kind of person that they seemed to be drawn to, and I because well, you feel sometimes probably yeah sometimes it worked to just speak truth and be really 
blunt with them and just say like hey like here's the thing like you keep always like cyclical on this one issue in your life like you only talk about this and every time it doesn't get fixed and it doesn't and you're always kind of generally playing the victim like that's the kind of consistency that I see with a lot of that neediness is that it's always the victim it's always the victim and it's like just trying to kind of say that to them like hey look like you're a great person but every time we get together every time I don't want to because it's just a sap story or it's just a and like maybe there's some real hurt but you need to move on from that Mm -hmm. like we need to be moving forward with what you're doing here looking outside of yourself Totally. So sometimes people yeah. respond to that and like, and and see past that because these people do need like they need they're lonely they yeah. need friendship they yeah. need so they don't need people to continue to just be sad for them yeah and there are some people that are only looking for that yeah and they'll generally move on if you aren't yeah you know consistently giving that but but be nice try to speak to them yeah. about that you know I think yeah. we speak the truth and love to people and yeah. hopefully you can see them rebound from that. No one wants to stay in that. No. Yeah. Some of the phrases we sometimes hear around church is things like, um, "Hi, don't have any friends. I'm not connected. Mm-hmm. I don't have anywhere to plug in." I, you know, those kinds of mm-hmm. phrases. But it's a little bit hard when they're already talking with a group of people. And it's like you're talking with a group of people. That's called friendship. <laughs> you know, you are standing you're with your friends. Them that you don't have any friends. You're basically disqualifying all of those people. Yeah, totally. friend. You're saying yes. I don't really like any of you, even though you're listening to me. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be careful. <laughs> I'd say value. about how we talk. We yeah. have to mm. listen to ourselves. Yeah, I would say if you're feeling that way, say rather, I feel lonely sometimes, or I feel mm-hmm. like I need more community sometimes, yeah. rather than making a judgment against the people that mm-hmm. are listening to you, or mm-hmm. asking how other people are connected in, and yeah. saying how can I be connected in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a life group, maybe a pastorate, maybe yeah. a women's ministry, maybe something serving in the community where yeah. you can meet friends through working together. And continue to pray. Yeah. <laughs> Ask God for that. For fr- yeah. Ask yeah. God for friends. God's I know there's been times yeah. where I've been, you know, one of, one of my really good friends, she was like an answer to prayer for me and, you know, quality good friend. And I've had the opposite that a a friend was like, you know, I was lonely for about a year and a half after a transition and yeah. moving, didn't have good friends. Yeah. And, and you know, we kind of out of the blue got to know each other. And it's like, you were an answer to prayer. So yeah. it's like, we can be God's, you know, provision of friendship in someone's life. And mm-hmm. we can yeah. pray for that. That's a legitimate yep. thing to pray for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so the last couple of minutes, what do we have that's uh, the uh, point form what would we say about friendships do and don't do not do? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think being conscious of how we speak about other people. Yeah. If we speak well about others, it shows that we value and honor others and it makes other people feel safe with us, right? Mm-hmm. If we're constantly criticizing, yeah, then nobody wants to you know, own up to anything with us because they don't know how they're going to be treated. So mm-hmm. I think the way that we speak well of other people. Mine generally is like serve one another. Hmm. You know, that, you know, think about, yeah, David and Jonathan in scripture and think about, you know, some of the passages in John and even Proverbs, like friend laying down a life for another. another. And, um, and it just like, that's what I think about when I think about my, my, you know, good friends. And, and I generally think about, I generally think about my friends as better than me and then I'm there to learn from them. Yeah. And that, that's generally my perspective on 
my friendships. And I think that that holds, if everyone kind of holds that, then we're there to serve one another and to learn from one another and to be open and honest with each other. And yeah. So instead of looking at it as you're serving something in my life, mm-hmm. like you're giving Good me point. the needs, yeah. mm-hmm. we're, we're a mutual serving of each other. Yeah. So I'm here to help you be a better mom, be a better friend, be a better spouse, be a better Christ follower, like iron sharpening iron. Yeah. To me, that's that's true friendship. Yeah. When you see people, I, I can think of several people that I know that make friends really easily. And when I think of what's kind of the common denominator, it's because they go out of their way to show people that they care about mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yep. Right? They go out of their way yes. to make that phone call to say, how did that go at your test today? How did, you yeah. Know? Yes. And you're like, oh, she cares about me. Yeah. Yep. And it, it builds relationships yep. so quickly. But yep. they're just very intentional and uh, reaching out to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say keep the door open to new friends. Yes. Yeah. I would say mm-hmm. that we never have enough friends. So like this year, I carpooled with a new... Uh, dance friend for Ava and got to know her mom. Mm. Never met her before this year. Mm. So we went to Starbucks mm-hmm. a couple times this year and just to kind of get to know each other and it was fun. I'm mm. meeting this new mom, becoming new friends with her and I would say, great, I don't have enough friends. Yeah. Like, I'm willing to have more friends in yeah. my life. Yeah. I love that. I love mm-hmm. being surprised by that too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like I've definitely had, I've, that's been my year too, a, a transition of like, yeah, different friends and it's like, oh, Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. I wasn't. Oh, oh, this is exciting. Yeah. 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 And realizing that we need it. that and valuing it, I can sometimes get, like I said earlier, even in the podcast, I can get tunnel vision to these are things I need to do and get into that mode, and not say, you know what, I I do need to do those things, but it would be good for me. It'd be better for me to take an hour mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. do this and meet yeah. so and so for coffee because yeah. I need that too. Yeah. yeah. And realizing we need to break checks on ourselves. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that we don't get so sidetracked because we're all busy we could all yeah. spend our 24 hours totally. a day doing 100 things yep. yeah so yeah yeah but realizing it is valuable it's important yeah. yeah one of my favorite verses is philippians 2 3 and 4 when it comes to friendship it says do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility count others more significant than yourselves mm-hmm. let each of you look not only to his own interests but also to the interests of others mm-hmm. i think this talks about a lot about what we were talking about today yep. yeah about considering others not just our own yep. selfishness Yep. Yeah. And learning their, you know, one of the big things is learning what their, you would talk about love languages. And I totally do that with my friends. Like, what's their love language? Like, that works within spouse relationships, with all relationships, Mm -hmm. with your kids, with everything. Like, what's something that gives them life? Well, some people, quality time. Okay. Other people, I can drop off, you know, a chocolate bar at their work or leave it on their car as, like, you know, they like notes of affirmation or they like, you know, and it's just like, yeah learning what those are and so if you don't know what love languages gary chapman the oh, love yeah. languages yeah. just in case people don't know yeah and gary smalley oh oh what yeah. did i say gary, gary chapman. chapman yeah gary smalley yeah, gary smalley. yeah. <laughs> sorry wrong that's right that's yep. Yep. Saying, right yeah 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 he has a few books that are geared that way i know that some youth groups are doing that too just to learn about friendship to this bible yeah languages. they're they're geared towards different yeah mm-hmm. age groups. you're learning your kids learning your yeah different ones yeah. It's not like a be-all, end-all, but it's... It's important to realize that yeah. Yeah. sometimes you think, well, this is how I feel loved, and this person's not doing that for me, so they don't care about me. But right. it's not, they just don't know. Right, yeah. Like, for me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a huge one when, like, yeah. one of my friends was like, look, quality time is huge for me. Like, all this other stuff. Like, whereas for me, I'm like, I'm kind of a 
a smorgasbord on the level. Which is like <laughs> a lot of you just them. Went them all. <laughs> like a lot of them fill me. So it's like you sort of like you pick one of these and they'll kind of work. But then I have one friend that is like just like all the other things. There's nothing. Quality time is huh. just. And so it's like okay, okay. Like and then she just we'll was adamant time. about that for me. And it's like okay, yep. And I can see it. I can see it in the friendship when it starts to drain. And I'm like okay, yep. And That's I know that, time. so I gotta do that. Yep, gotta step up. Good friend. Okay, well, let's pray with our listeners, and then we'll say goodbye. And so, sing, sing Michael W. Smith. <laughs> friends, friends are friends forever. He had a concert recently. We didn't put in the did you know. <laughs> okay, let me pray for our listeners and for friendship. Lord, thank you so much that you've designed us to be friends and to have friends. You're the one who started community. And so, Lord, we need your help. And I pray that you would help us to be better friends, that you would help us to look out to the needs of others and not only to ourselves. Thank you, Lord, that we can spend time on a podcast like this talking about friendship. Mm. And I pray that um, the listeners will be encouraged and that they will find ways to, to strengthen their own friendships. Thank you, Lord, for this time together. Amen. 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 Goodbye, everybody. Talk to you later. Be friends. Be friends. (laughs) Be friends. Okay. Be friends. Hug. Hug lots.